You know what the sorest part of my body was after football, Brian? Your ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's say your beard. <laughs> my beard? Beard gets sore. My beard gets sore sometimes. If I, you know, when it's thicker and I sleep on it the wrong way, if the hair is all pushed in oh, one direction yeah, that, for too that long, is you weird, know? Yeah. No, no. Um, <laughs> First world beard problems. <laughs> no, the soles of my feet. I, I felt like I was walking around like an eighty-year-old at work all all week. <laughs> Did you like put on icy hot or any of those like, cr- like creams or something to loosen it no, up? No, no, I did not use Ben Gay. If that's <laughs> hey, you know if it helps at this point, you, you do what works. Welcome to another episode of Brag On and Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is Andy Stolls. Hello, podcast peoples. And Mike Bradley. I, I, I forget about the Porky Pig entrance every time. <laughs> and then I hear it again, and it's like, you know, whatever I had in my mind, it's gone. <laughs> See, this is why you write stuff down. I'd still lose focus. So you're I, always AD, prepared. The ADD would take its effect, and I... <laughs> It, it wouldn't matter. That's what they make post-its for. Stick it on the laptop right next to you. That's true. Uh, all right, so for this episode, it should be of no surprise. Uh, you know exactly what we're going to talk about this episode. Uh, if for some reason you don't, uh, Marvel finally gave us our first trailer for Avengers Infinity War. Well, I, you know, first they gave us the hype trailer for the trailer, uh, which featured people on YouTube reacting to previous Marvel movie trailers. I mean, that was fun. It... I mean, it worked on me. I got hyped for that watching, watching that trailer, and I'd much prefer watching those type of hype videos as opposed to those fifteen-second trailers for the trailer that just is basically scenes from the actual trailer cut down to its own fifteen-second trailer. I don't actually know if I said trailer enough times in the previous trailer? episode, but tra- yeah, trailer. Keep going, trailer, 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 trailer. trailer. <laughs> uh, I think it's safe to assume they delayed this Infinity War trailer until after Thor Ragnarok was in theaters for a while, since it sort of contains a few little spoilers that happened in Ragnarok. Um, yeah. So I got these two guys here to talk about it with me. I would have tried to get Josh, but he is doing his best to avoid all information going into this movie. He doesn't want to rush the trailers, he doesn't want to read anything. He is media blackout until May. Good so, luck. Best of luck, Josh. Yeah, I respect that Good decision, luck, but that is going to be damn difficult. Because I don't even know, like, I know, I'm pretty sure his wife tagged him in something Avengers Infinity War related when the trailer popped out. So, I don't even know how, because, you know, if I feel like if you avoid the internet for two days, three days, you might be able to just somehow sidestep all the hype around this trailer and what people are talking about and stuff. But those first 24 hours are really difficult. So, kudos to you, Josh, if you're sticking with it. Um, so, Avengers Infinity War will mark, actually, the 10-year anniversary of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which was started in 2008 with Iron Man. All of this, their 10-year plan, has been leading to this, which, if you've stuck with the MCU, Thanos has been teased for a while. Uh, the Infinity Stones have been teased for a while, so we're gonna finally see culmination of all of that stuff. So, our only topic for this episode will be the trailer that just came out. We're going to try to keep it relatively short, so we'll see what we get into, and we'll just sort of jump into it now. So what do you guys think, or what do you want to talk about from this trailer? Well, I was talking with some friends of mine at the time that the trailer dropped, and we all kind of watched at the same time, and I think at least three of us had the exact same reaction. And then I thought about it afterwards, and it kind of dawned on me as to why. I'll see if you guys have the same thought on why Black Widow's hair is blonde in this trailer. I had one thought. I want to see if you guys have the same thought. The only thought I had is that it's some undercover work for her. That's what I thought. 
was that she's in disguise on the run from somebody for something, or she's doing undercover, or something. Yeah. And it's just whenever shit hits the fan, she's just in the middle of that and doesn't have the time to dye her hair. Or take off the wig. Oh, yeah, I guess it were that too. Andy, do you have any other guesses? Or theories? Um, or maybe she's trying to um, recreate herself after the whole, like, you know, uh, Civil War and everything? Hello? Yeah, it could be, yeah. Some sort of alternate identity or something. Yeah. Another step in getting the red off her ledger? <laughs> By getting the red out of her hair. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So that, That's a thought. I like it. <laughs> it's thematic. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I... Well, I was, I was actually going to bring that up because I feel like this is a big contention. Like, I've, I've seen people watch the trailer and write about the trailer and they either love the hair or they hate the hair. There, there's no in-between. People love it or hate it. I, I personally... Could take, I could take it or leave it. Boom, one person. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> in, indecisive. In, 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 indifferent, I guess, about it. Uh, personally, I'm, I'm, I like redheads. I'm a fan of redheads. I would have preferred the red hair, but if this is what they're going with, fine. The only thing I think that caught me is, like, it is so bleach blonde that certain shots make it look silver to me. Like, yeah. she, she just looks like an old woman in certain shots. Especially some of the posters I'd seen. See, for me, if it has a story context of she's dyed it for disguise, or it's a wig for being on the run, or something like that, okay, I'm fine with it. If it's Black Widow decided to go blonde... It's kind of like uh, I don't know about that. I don't I, like I don't like it as a permanent thing. But if it's a temporary thing, I'm okay with it. I'm wondering if they'll even address it. Like if if I'm I wouldn't be surprised if no one mentions the hair at all. Yeah, that would just kind of that that I'll guarantee you right now that pisses a lot of people off if it <laughs> because you know like to me it's always been a scenario of you know do do I care that they got that girl to play the new MJ in the Spider-Man movies? Mm. No. Do I care that she's not a redhead? Yes. I don't care what race you are. Mary Jane's a redhead. Yeah. Just fucking dye their head red, dye their hair red, and move on with it. But then they said, "Oh, but that's not her name. She's not actually Mary Jane." So okay, we'll. Every, they gotta up. find their loopholes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we'll give them the loophole pass on that one. Here, there's no loophole pass. This is Black Widow, so I don't, I don't know. Like it, to me, it takes her out of character too, because she always shows up as blonde and everything else she does. But as Black Widow, she has you know the auburn, deep red hair that Black yeah. Widow's supposed to have, and I think blonde hair will might take her out of that character more. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we won't really won't know until we obviously we see the movie. Right. So we'll have to we'll have to come back to this after we see the movie and see if this is a big contention as it is just watching the trailer. True. But yeah, I'm surprised how much reaction and, and press seemed to come from just Black Widow's hair. Like that was not something I thought people were gonna focus on that much, but I mean like I noticed it was blonde, but I was I was just kinda like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, to me it's Black Widow having red hair is kind of an iconic thing about the character. Because oh, it, it, I, I agree, yes. But that being said, there was many more interesting things to be seen in this trailer. Um, and to me, the most startling shock of all of them was the Vision as an actual man. Yeah, there's Paul Bettany under there. Yeah. And so are we to assume that you know, the brief scene we see Thanos with the staff on his head taking the Infinity Stone off of his head turns him into an actual person? He well, the scene un- with Paul Bettany, doesn't he have the stone in his head still? Yeah, it looked like it. Yeah. Okay. So is Which the leads able- me to believe it's just like a dream segment. Like, you know, if if we survive this, this is what our life could be type of thing. 
Or Vision can alter his appearance now. Which, yeah, that could be too. He can give himself clothes, right? So, I'd imagine that's something he could probably be capable of, right? Yeah, he can make stuff appear out of thin air to be dressed in, so... If him and Scarlet Witch start getting it on, maybe she wants someone a little bit more human. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, he he is kind of... Which seems offensive. Like, I don't like the way you look. Look more human. <laughs> He's an android, though. It doesn't... I he don't has know, feelings, like... though. Right, but... I don't know. Like, to me, I, I don't think it's offensive if an android's trying to get down with a human, and the human's like, listen, I need you to be a little more human. Because... Yeah, but that just leads me to think, like, you're a robot. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like, I just see her as, like, well, I don't like you the way you are. Change for me. That's not how relationships are built. (laughs) I I don't know. When it's different species, man, (laughs) like, things change, you know? I don't know. That's a gray area. (laughs) I'll call that a gray area. Moral of the story is, I don't know what's going on in that scene. I, I attribute it to dream sequence because it felt out of place that he suddenly looks like Paul Bettany, but I guess we'll have to see how, how I guess how Vision's powers work in this movie and what they're letting him do if he is if he is that powerful. Like, we know he's powerful, but if suddenly he can just change himself to look exactly like Paul Bettany. Right. Unless it's just like, you know what, they're taking the easy way out, and Bettany's like, you know what, if I'm going to be in this movie, don't put me in that fucking makeup anymore. Just let me be me. But he, he's in the makeup when he's getting the stone taken off his head. Right, but we'll see if there's more more of him as Paul Bettany, or more of him as the Vision, do you know what I mean? Right. Okay. It just struck me as something that I just didn't understand. It just... I don't know. Well, that's what trailers are good at. Yeah, Mis- misleading people, giving you stuff to think about and speculate. Shit, that's why we're talking about it now. True. Uh, anything else stick out to you? Did Thanos look less badass than you were expecting? Uh, a little bit, I think. Because yeah. you, when you see him in Guardians, he's got the full armor set on mm-hmm. with headgear and everything, yeah. which looks really badass, but... I think I I think I read or knew going in that they were taking away some of that stuff from him. I knew he wasn't going to have headgear. Uh so the lack of armor and stuff like that is a little disappointing, but I still think he looks like a badass. Um what what I'll say is in the comics you do get this same vision of Thanos at several points when he's at on his home planet without his armor on, without things like that. He does appear this way in the comics several times, and it does look fairly true to that. In his appearance, at least. You think Um, we'll get a full-armored Thanos somewhere in here? I would assume so. Uh, If not this one, definitely the second one, right? Yeah. And four. Yeah, I would would hope by four, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's just going to take on the Avengers without his armor. I think when he completes well, he's just the that conflict, much of a he's going to make the armor complete. He's like, you are no threat to me. I don't need no fucking armor. I'll punch you in the face. Oh, true. I, I, I get that part of it. it. It's still... Thanos himself as a character is very grandiose. He, he likes that sort of thing. He likes to appear imposing. Okay. He likes to put the armor on that's part of the character, so he would still wear it. Just... Yeah for the hell of it. Um but I but yeah, I definitely think we'll get that at some point. Uh but, anything else? Um specifically on Thanos's appearance, I would say in less scaling seems a little off. He appeared a bit small. He did, yeah. Oh, well, maybe that's um, the armor. Maybe the armor will make him look bigger. Maybe. I'm just thinking in general terms, like he was, in the comics, he was more drawn to be roughly Hulk size. Yeah. So, he didn't appear to be quite that big. Yeah, that's Here, he appeared maybe, you know, a good third to a half smaller than the Hulk. Mm Mm-hmm. Which kind of removes away some of the 
imposing nature of the character. Yeah, I guess I could see that. But, again, we don't know. He may grow in size at some point, you know. Does he yeah. do that? Warp reality. Once he has all the Infinity Stones, he can make oh, anything Oh, yeah, he happen. can do anything, yeah. That makes sense. He'll be the size of a planet. Yeah. He can the do next the ego. <laughs> um, I, I love Josh Brolin's voice. And even though we heard it in Guardians before with him, suddenly just hearing his voice as Thanos in the voiceover over this trailer, it's like, this is this is phenomenal. I love this. <laughs> I agree. I it, He was a perfect choice. And, and I also think it's really funny true. that Marvel's CG villain looks a lot better than DC's CG villain, and this is just the trailer for the movie. <laughs> like, I uh, thought the tra- he looked, Thanos looked really fucking good in this trailer, and you watch Justice League, and Steppenwolf doesn't look anywhere compared to how clean and crisp Thanos looks in this trailer. I'm still, uh, I still need to see Justice League. Yeah, I mean, no, not, it's not really spoiling anything, but I think Steppenwolf just doesn't look as good. I think part of that is that Marvel has been at this for 10 years, and so I'd say it's fair to say they've been at work on the Thanos character since at least Avengers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's five years to now, six years if you include when the movie comes out, if you want to say it that way, but five or six years they've been working on this character and I feel like they've put a lot into refining what they want Thanos to look like over that time yeah and I guarantee that didn't that level of depth did not go into Steppenwolf yeah I'd agree to that Justice League does have an error of like let's just get this out type of feeling and that lends itself to special effects so special effects don't look as good or feel unfinished but yeah, I'm I'm glad again, even just from the trailer, how how good he looks. I'm I'm excited to see more of him. Yes, very much so. <laughs> um I also would say that from our Thor Ragnarok review, we got several questions answered slash confirmed on things that we had discussed. Um we actually physically see Loki with the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually, you know, the very end, you physically see Thor meeting the Guardians, so that's presuming that they pick him up after whatever has him floating in space. I still wish that was the end credits for Thor Ragnarok. Was right. that them picking him up? I thought that would have been excellent. Um, so, we, we had a few things confirmed there, so it's no longer a question, did Loki actually take the Tesseract? Yeah, percent, he took the fucking Tesseract, and now he's giving it to Thanos. So we have mm-hmm. to assume that's why that ship shows up at the end credits of Thor, is that they're sensing the Tesseract that Loki has it, mm-hmm. and they want it. I would assume that's the case. It, I mean, or it's something completely off the wall. I mean, isn't Loki already indebted to Thanos? Didn't Thanos give him the Tesseract to go to Earth? Mm-hmm. He gave him the scepter to go to Earth and get the Tesseract. Yeah, okay. he sent him to retrieve the Tesseract, and he failed. And and I don't think uh, he's seen him since, so this could be a really fun reunion for the both of them. Yes, where Loki... Maybe Loki had the correct things in mind when he took the Tesseract. Perhaps he was thinking, if we just let this get blown into space when Surtur destroys Asgard... It's definitely going to wind up in the hands of Thanos. Perhaps he I... takes it and then he gets cornered by Thanos and has no choice but to hand it over because he knows he can't handle him. See, I kind of see it the other way. Was that he? Well, sort of jumping off that last part is that I think Loki took it for very selfish reasons. Maybe assuming Thanos is going to come looking for me at some point because I fucked up. I lost the Infinity Stone that he gave me and I couldn't get the one he wanted me to get. So, at some point, he's going to come looking for me, and I need this as a safety net to just be like, do not kill me. I have what you wanted me to get in the first place. He's only covering his own ass. Right. I definitely think that's the case. I don't think he wants Thanos to take power. I think he wants the power for himself, but he knows he can't handle him, so he's 
doing what he must. Yeah. More to the point, do you think Loki's going to die in this movie? I don't know if they're going to kill him. I mean, I think he's on the chopping block. It would not surprise me if he did die. Is that because Hiddleston doesn't have a contract for longer than this? I'm assuming he does not, but I don't know officially. I would think... I just just don't know what else they'd do with the character after this. I would think right now any characters that or in question that way, they would want to keep those contracts under wrap for spoiler reasons. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, if it comes out, oh, Loki has four more films signed up for, then it's, he's definitely not going to die. I would think they want to keep that stuff undisclosed. At least And just because he doesn't, he lives through three, doesn't mean he's going to survive four. Right. So I'm I'm curious where these deaths because I know you know deaths are going to happen. Yes. I'm curious to see if they happen in three or do they save them all for four or if they sprinkle in both. Well, as I've said before, all bets are off in this movie. If Thanos completes the gauntlet by the end of the movie, all bets are off on what the deaths mean because in the comic, Nebula ends up with the gauntlet. <clears throat> Um, and all the people that Thanos killed, she brings them back to life. Right. So they could very easily take the, you know, tearjerker moment of Thanos killing someone just to undo it later. See, I don't know how I'd feel about that, though. I feel like that would be more of a cop-out. I understand the rules of the comic and how it works, and they could do the same thing for the movie, but... It it takes the emotional weight out of people dying if you just bring them back the, the next movie after that. I agree. But it, it's the yeah, number the... of people that he killed. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. Um, it, In the comic, he kills about half of them. Because he kills half of the every living being in existence. He just wipes right. out with a thought. So I could see something like that happen where they... So many of them have to watch the others die. And perhaps when Nebula goes to bring them back in the second one, somebody or a couple of them don't come back for whatever reason. And there's your not being a cop-out because so many of them died. It would be like, oh my god, some they have to come back. And then when you think they're going to, they get that crazy moment where Tony doesn't come back or Steve doesn't come back. Yeah, they just have to explain why suddenly it doesn't work. Right. Uh, Andy, what were you going to add? Oh, if if they did bring back people that were killed, it kind of defeats the whole consequences purpose. Right. Yeah, it it takes the stakes away from this universe. That's, you know, no one can die, so... Because, like, really the only character death that's stuck is Quicksilver. Right? So far. Because Coulson died, but he's back in TV. Quicksilver went, but he hasn't come back, and I think that's it. You think that um, Nick Fury dies, but he ends up coming back in Winter Soldier. Oh, right, yeah. That was another cop-out. Yeah. Um, I mean, and now, I mean, I guess the Warriors 3 dying isn't as big a deal, but I'd say they're <laughs> I'd say they're permitted. Yeah, I mean, well, there's a lot of Thor characters now, I guess, because Odin's gone, Frigg is gone. There's wiping out. No one is safe in a Thor movie, apparently. <laughs> yeah, not even Thor's eye. Yeah, like <laughs> good. And Mjolnir, don't forget Mjolnir. Yeah, I don't think that's a permadeath, though. Oh, you think that's coming back? I think Mjolnir's coming back. They, they they can reforge Mjolnir. Okay. I guess it depends what they do with the character. If I if if they I I don't feel like he needs it if they're not going to make another another Thor movie. But if they plan on doing like Thor four, sure, give him give him the hammer back. But if he is done in Avengers four, I don't I don't see what the big deal is with bringing Mjolnir back. Maybe Mjolnir saves the day. 
Maybe Mjolnir is part of how they actually managed to defeat Thanos. Something. I don't know. Just a thought. Maybe. Random thought. I don't think <laughs> it's the case, but random thought. It's on record now. We'll see if you're right next, come May. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking in the second movie, actually, so it'd be like... Next May. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it would happen <laughs> in this one. Year and a half. We have to wait a year and a half to see if that pays off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to forget about this by then. I'm just letting you know. Good. Everybody should. <laughs> um, I don't know about you guys. I loved that they used the Avengers theme so prominently in this trailer. Mm-hmm. It worked. Yeah, definitely. I, I got the feels just listening to music. And it's like I... To me, that theme is one of the most memorable scores in any MCU movie. It's really probably the only theme song that I sort of can pick out. And I don't think they used it enough in Age of Ultron. Like, I think it was there, but it was hidden behind new score. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping they bet hard on this theme and bring it back full force in this movie. Because for me, it worked extremely well for this trailer. It was exciting, yes. I, I think... Partially, in I don't know, I'm pr- it's probably an unpopular opinion, but I think that the song added more hype to the trailer than the content of the trailer. Okay. Because it, my personal opinion of it was that the hype trailer for the trailer the day before got me more hyped to watch this Avengers movie than this trailer <laughs> did. I mean, as far as trailers go, there's not much here. It's just a lot of pictures moving and look at this character with that character and, and stuff like that. You, we still don't know the plot, right. which is fine for me. I'm, I'm, I don't want spoiled as far as story beats. A couple of the scenes, yeah, just to get me excited for what's coming, I'm, I'm cool with that. that was how, that's how I would prefer a trailer to be. Now, we'll probably get at least two more trailers between now and May. The next one, I'm assuming, would probably be around Black Panther time. And that will probably be our story trailer. That will be the one giving us a few plot points and story beats to set up what's coming. So we'll see how substantial that one is. But, I mean, I'm very gullible in the in the fact that just, like, putting some of these characters together in scenes that weren't together previously, like, that gets me giddy and makes me very excited. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm easy to please. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this trailer. Yeah, I will say the Captain America leading the Wakandans into battle was kind of awesome. Yes. Um, yeah, I liked his new look too. Yeah, the rugged Steve Rogers is is finally <laughs> mm-hmm. present. Um, yeah, I mean, says the Beard Brothers on this show. Yes, you guys are all on the on the look of the beard. Well, he needed that look at some point. And I think it makes sense for him in this scenario, because he's still, as far as we know, on the run. Yeah, are we led to assume that he's just hiding out in Wakanda then? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm figuring the Panther gave him asylum and brought him in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because really the last time we see him is in Wakanda when Bucky's going on ice. Mm-hmm. So, and... Like, speaking of Wakanda, since this the end of this trailer really focuses on Black Panther and some sort of huge-ass fucking battle happening outside of Wakanda, I'm trying to, like, piece it together, like, what would lead to a battle of that size, and the only thing that makes sense to me is they are defending an Infinity Stone. Yes. Which would mean, Mike, I feel like you're the one that's been talking about this the whole time, you may be right, that maybe Wakanda does have that sixth Infinity Stone. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're not like I think we talked about it before, where we you were kind of thinking they use that for to enhance their technology, but maybe it's not even that. Maybe they just have it; they know exactly what it is and who's after it, and they're just protecting it. Very well, could be. I mean, in the comic story of it, it was the vibranium. It was because they were able to harness and use vibranium so well, it pushed them forward. Yeah, and perhaps the Infinity Stone is allowing them to actually manipulate Vibranium and use See, it. See, I don't think it needs to go hand-in-hand hand like that. Like, I'm I'm with you. I think the Vibranium aspect of it, I think, leads to their advancement in society. But I don't think that it needs to be tied to an Infinity Stone. 
I think those could be two separate entities. Because again, I, th- I feel like if, if their advancement in society is dependent on them having an Infinity Stone, it takes away from what the Wakandans can do as a society. I don't necessarily think that it does. Uh, we had this conversation before, but I, I think just the ability to harness that Infinity Stone is takes an advanced society just to figure out what to do with it. Okay. Because uh, what what did anybody else do when things were going on on Earth over Infinity Stones? Who was actually able to figure out what to do with one that was from Earth? I mean, the only one that came from Earth was the Time Stone, right? Um, yes. So the sorcerers have that. Doctor Strange right. has that. Right. So Doctor Strange, the Ancient One, they were able to manipulate it. Yeah. Okay. And then Tony and Bruce were able to create Vision and Ultron. Okay. Using an Infinity Stone. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was Ultron that did it, though, wasn't it? I mean... Well, Tony created Ultron. Ultron created Vision. Right. So, again, not really Ultron manipulated the Infinity Stone. Not in anybody from Earth. So, if they're able to actually harness it and use it how they see fit, I'd say that says a lot about their society in and of itself. I don't think you're taking away from their society from saying they're the only people on Earth that understand how to use an Infinity Stone. No, I'm not saying that they, you know, they're the only ones that can understand and use it. I'm just thinking if their society is built on something that is sort of, like, out of their control. Because the whole thing about these, like, they might be able to harness it and stuff like that, but I feel like it's, it's still a power that, I don't know, like, normal people shouldn't wield. Right, and that's what I'm saying. They're not normal people. They've learned how to control it. They've learned how to use it to terraform, how to use it to Yeah, okay. Do things. Yeah, I mean I could I could see your side. I don't know how to argue my side anymore, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I I, I think it's there. And I think obviously we'll find out what why it's there and what it's capable of in Black Panther. Okay. Well, yeah. And I, I think that's the case. But I, I guess we'll see. Couple yeah, because I don't, I don't know why else that like that seems like there's a big battle there, and it seems like the the, the Avengers themselves are split, because you have Cap leading that team with like Hulk, uh, who's there, Black Panther, Winter Soldier, um, War Machine, I think is there too, Black mm-hmm. Widow's there, but like Tony, Doctor Strange, Spider Man, they all seem like they're toe-to-toe with Thanos maybe somewhere else, or maybe they're in New York while everyone else is in Wakanda or something like that. So that'll be interesting if there's a whole bunch of battles happening all across the globe simultaneously, and the team is split to fight all this stuff off all at once. That could be really cool. And do we think that his armies that they're fighting are going to be the Chitari again, or are we going to see the Scrolls? They didn't look Chitari-ish. No, though there was some monster-looking things there that didn't look right. They look like new things to me. Yeah, they look as far new. as I can tell. But I was thinking more along the lines of like the grunt soldier type things because those definitely weren't grunts. The things with like four or six arms or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't seem like grunts. Those seemed like bruisers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see. Yeah, because I don't know. Because according to I guess Avengers One, the Chitari should be tied to Thanos. Right. But if he's got the those Black Order people with him, who knows what they command? Maybe they command a different army. Because he it like going from Avengers One and even Guardians, like the Black Order people are nowhere to be seen in any of those movies. So has he had them the whole time? Did he just recently recruit them to help track down the stones? Is that something we'll find out in this movie? Or are they just going to be like, up oh, there with him now, and that's pretty much it? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. Uh, Andy, you got anything else you want to touch on talk about? Um... Do you think uh, Scarlet Witch could make Vision look more human instead of Vision himself? Is that something that uh, her power set could do? 
I think we're led to believe she can manipulate the Infinity Stone in his head. So if somehow the Infinity Stone is tied to making him look more human, then conceivably, yes, she could do that. Yeah, it's hard. But I don't. I don't, you know, it's it's hard to define Vision's powers, or even Scarlet Witch's powers, because they're they're pretty OP. They are, and they both deviated a bit from what we're used to in the comics, so it's not certain as to what they're going to draw from what's already out there to add to their power sets, because we've seen some of them, but we haven't really seen a ton of either one of them. Yeah. I mean, I think the... The best we get of Vision's power set is in Civil War when he faces off against Hawkeye in the in the facility. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best summary of what he can do and how he can do it. Like in in just I don't know segregated to one fight. Like I think it's the best introduction to what he can do. Even Scarlet Witch too, because she fucking manip- manipulates that stone in that fight too, and then sends him through the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very hard because I understand why they didn't. That's what she said. Huh. <laughs> I, I understand why they didn't go with Scarlet Witch having all of her powers, and but if they add them back in, it could be game changing because she can yeah. alter reality, so she could make Vision appear however the hell she wanted. No, so that could be, yeah. Maybe it's just, yeah, her changing the way reality looks to make him look more human. Yeah. yeah I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, I think it's more likely that it's Vision using some kind of something, doing what he does to make himself yeah. look that way. But Or maybe it's a Stark upgrade. <laughs> you know? Some some Paul Bettany sure. skin for Vision. The um no, I didn't get the chance to see uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Is that Spider Man suit? Is the Spider Man suit we see uh, Stark Tech that he uses when he jumps onto that weird ring or whatever? There is. You don't see Spider Man uh, in it. Yeah, it is teased in the movie, but he does not wear it in Homecoming. Okay. So yeah, it's the the groundwork is there for you're gonna wear this later, kid. And the fact that we see it in this trailer, he's definitely got that on. Which I'm assuming is like an Iron Spider ish. Yeah, I was hoping costume. for the legs on the Iron Spider. I, they still might be in there. That's true. It, it is Stark Tech. They could just pop out at some point and like save I perfectly them from see. There's the one shot of Spider-Man getting slammed to the ground, and it seems like he's pinned and unable to move. That would be the time the legs just come out of the back. Yeah. Come out of the back and grab something and throw it off of them, or yes, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a little sad. It's still not the the gold and red color scheme of the Iron Spider, but having just that sort of look with the red and the blue, it still looks pretty cool. And I like the fact that the eyes light up too. That looked pretty sweet. Yeah, I I feel like not going the red and gold route was more of this is the first time we're gonna get a full fledged Spider Man appearance and not just a cameo in the yeah. movie and I feel like they wanted to keep that more classic look to it just to yeah. keep that in line with you know not going too far out of bounds and you know the standard movie going audience being like what the fuck is that Spider-Man <laughs> Yeah, you know like what, that, that's not Spider-Man that must be somebody else and and speaking of Spidey I loved the shot of the spider sense Yes. Oh, yeah, the hair raising, yeah. Yes. I think every time I see that at that point in the trailer, the exact thing happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was just full on and just craziness. I love it. And that's a great way to do it, too. Like, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to add a sound effect. That's It's very simple. And you know exactly what's happening. Yep. So I'm hoping they incorporate that. I hope that... that kind of thing keeps popping up in other future Spider-Man movies and appearances and stuff like that, because I, I dig that. Definitely. Uh, I really enjoyed the opening of this trailer, how it used Nick Fury's lines from the first Avengers, voiced over by all the Avengers. thought that was a really cool touch. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing that I didn't technically pick up on, but I started seeing screenshots of it, 
from people. Uh, there's the first shot we get early in the trailer of there's it's in the the sanctum in New York with Wong, Doctor Strange, Bruce Banner, and Tony Stark all standing there. Tony starts to turn and look at the camera. He's holding something in his right hand. Did anybody catch what he is holding? Oh, now I'm going to have to watch this moment again. Hold on. No, I didn't catch it. <laughs> I didn't catch it either. I. Are you trying to get there, Mike? Should I wait? Do you have a time stamp? <laughs> uh, it's after the, the title sequence. That's all I know. It should be one of the first shots after that. Like after the Marvel Studios logo comes up. Okay. And he, it's not like... Like it's a wide shot, so it's sort of hard to tell what's in his hand, but he is holding something that I feel like is significant. Did you find it? Are you still looking? Are you zooming in intently on this I made picture? it bigger, but I can't tell what it is. Like it, it's, Does it, it's, Doesn't it look like a cell phone? Like a flip phone? Does it? Like a flip phone that Captain America left for him at the end of Civil War? It could be. All I can really see is a little light. Yeah, I think that's the front of the flip phone. Like, I think he's he must have made a phone call and is closing or opening the phone. Like, he's reaching out the cap at that point is the way I'm zooming. Yeah, I can see that. I'll have to try to find a better picture and send it to you later. I'm not going to try to look for it now and, and kill time. But, yeah, I'd seen people zoom in, screenshot Tony holding the phone, and just with the caption like, he has the same phone that Cap gave him at the end of Civil War. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of thing. So that's just a fun callback, if it indeed is the phone. Like the the shots that I'd seen, it looked like, again, it's not clear, but as far as I can tell, I would agree that that is a phone. So I think that'll be a fun callback and see how that works out. Um, I have maybe one other question for you guys. Is there anything else you want to touch on? Because I feel like we've about hit our time that we're trying to aim for. Not off the top of so my any... head. Okay. Yeah, uh, we got really. There's no Hawkeye up. in this trailer. No Ant Man or Wasp. Any any significance there? Well, I mean, Miss Marvel's not until the second. Miss Mar or Captain Marvel is before the movie, right before Avengers Four. So I, she wouldn't be in this one. She might make an appearance. Um, Considering her movie is rumored to be like a flashback, she could show up in this one, but I don't know if it's guaranteed. Um. I think she's billed on one of the top in the cast, though, isn't she? I I don't trust IMDb, because half the time people are just assuming because she's in an Avengers movie, she's going to be in this one. But for all we know, it could be the fourth one. Okay. I I, I, I can agree with that as far as trusting IMDb, but I I don't know. That That's... I would assume you're going to have them meeting her at some point. I, I, My assumption would be that they're going to introduce her in unison in some way with Thor and the Guardians. Um, so you think by the end of the movie we'll see her? Yes. Alright, so what about people that we have been established in other movies? There's no Hawkeye in this trailer, there's no Ant-Man or Wasp. Are you just sure have there's roles? no Ant-Man and Wasp? I mean, they could be very tiny somewhere that, that well, I just don't see them. Yes. <laughs> that that was my assumption. Is I didn't What we didn't see down. is there with that whole crew of people in Wakanda running towards the screen. They're on Falcon's back somewhere. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't... Hawkeye, I would say, he'll be there. I just think he happens to not be seen. I think it's funny. He's featured in the original Avengers movie, and yet they don't give him screen time in, event, in an Avengers trailer. Like, that just seems like a dick move. True. Like, even just a shot to be like, oh, look, it's Hawkeye. Like, they don't give him no love. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's not getting the love, but he's gonna... I mean, it's Hawkeye. He's gonna be there. Like, he's not... I don't see him not being there for any reason. 
Well, I'm just thinking if he's not in the trailer very much, does that mean he's going to bite it? Uh, I don't. Ant Man and Wasp, I can forgive because they have a movie coming up right after Avengers three. Yeah, so so they're probably safe even if they're not in the trailer. But Hawkeye, he's been under the gun for like every one of these movies. Oh, and I, I and I think introducing his very likable family and everything in the last one sets up that you know super emotional moment that they would go for of Cap having to go or Tony having to go and tell her that he died. Yeah. You know, I think they would go that route. Well, they were setting that up in Age of Ultron, and then they misdirected it with Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if they would go as far as that again. Like, they, you know, they sort of, like, steered away from that once. I don't know if they'd steer back into it now, but who knows. Yeah. It's... I just I just find it odd that he's such a prominent figure in both Avengers movies, and yet he's not in this trailer. I would chalk it up to coincidence myself. Okay. And I was trying to think, is there any any other characters that are noticeably absent from this trailer? Those are the only ones that I picked out that I felt like I could have seen. Did we see Fury? We did not see Fury. We heard Fury. We didn't see Fury. Yeah. So he could he could be hiding in there somewhere, too. And did we catch War Machine? Yes. Yes. He is in the shots of Cap running with the Wakandans. Oh, okay. He's He's flying above him. I'm thinking over in my head. I can't. Yeah, I was trying to rack my brain too, and I those were the only ones that jumped out of me. I feel like because there's so many people that are supposed to be in this movie, it's hard to pick who was still there and who we missed. I, I, I feel like it's very easy to overlook somebody. I, I do have with that many people in the cast. I, I was gonna say I do have one other question. It, it, it's a little off topic of what we're talking about currently, so I'll come back to it. But just remind me. Okay. To, because I'm trying to think hard about this, and I don't. Yeah, I got. I mean, I got nobody else. Yeah. Andy, you got anybody else? You can think of anybody else. No. Okay. I'm gonna hope that we're smart enough to cover everybody, and those are the only ones that are missing. Did somebody slow down and get a good look at who catches the spear that's thrown? I think that's Cap. It's supposed to be Cap that catches it. Because the setting looks to be the same setting where he comes out of the shadows with the beard. Okay. I wasn't sure about that. I was just wondering if we had a, any. And it seems like it. after that shot, you see Black Widow seemingly stabbing someone with a spear. So that could be some sort of fight going on with them involving those two and someone else. Yeah, I would say it's definitely a Wakandan weapon of some sort. Because in the. Still frame they have up. You can see like, um, the Nigeria's character running with a spear that looks similar. Mm, okay. So, which makes sense for Black Widow to just pick it up and do it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So was that your off the wall question? Yes. Yeah. Were? Just wondering. Okay. It was something I didn't look that close at, but it was just swirling around in my head at some point. I figured I'd bring it up. Uh, Alright, so I think we've talked as much as we sort of wanted to. I think I've covered all my stuff. Any final thoughts you guys want to touch on for this before we wrap it up? No, besides that I'm pretty pumped about watching it, no. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. It, it. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, it did its job. It, it got me excited. I'm looking forward to it. Would you, are you guys planning on watching if they do more trailers? Like, obviously, they're going to do more trailers, but are you planning on watching any more trailers? Or are you good to go? You're done. Media blackout like Josh. I'll probably watch them. Yeah, I'll watch them. I, I, I don't... With the Avengers stuff, I don't really go media blackout on it. Because... Okay. Like, Star Wars, I'm... Like, after the one trailer we watched, I don't like watching more even though i still get tempted and do it anyways um i try to stop myself from that but this stuff i don't because yeah star wars i've been avoiding since the last trailer we did and i'm trying to avoid all the commercials which are like starting to be everywhere now they're getting harder and harder to avoid uh this movie i'll probably give it one more trailer i will i will watch the second trailer that comes out and after that i'm done so if they do three trailers i'm probably not going to watch the third one yeah i don't want to watch the story based trailer 
Like, like I want to avoid that if I can when they start. Really yeah, chances are the out. the next one will be light story beats. Yeah, like, like some semblance of a plot. You might get an idea of Thanos's motivations or something in in the next one. If if you don't know, it'll be for the next trailer will be for quote unquote normal people that don't know what the story is and they need to sort of set the groundwork for what to expect in this movie. That'll that'll be the next trailer. So I might I might give that one a watch, but the third one, regardless of how many studios try to keep stuff under wraps, it always typically to me feels like that the third trailer for anything is the one that gives you spoiler stuff. Yeah. Stuff that I'd rather not see always ends up showing up in that third trailer. So I've I've learned for movies that I really want to see just to avoid that third trailer. I can't go six months media blackout like Josh. There's no way. I need something to hold me over in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah, I, d- I don't want to lose the hype I have for it now. So, if it takes watching this only... trailer once a month until then, so be it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, anytime you go yeah, to guess... movies, you're probably going to see it uh, all yeah. over the place. And I guess the only good thing about these Marvel movies is that they punch them out so quickly is that we will get a movie in between here to hold us over until Infinity War. Yes. So we have Black Panther in three months, so... Is it bad that this trailer has me more pumped to watch Black Panther than the Black Panther trailers did? <laughs> he was featured a lot in this trailer, so yeah, it's definitely got you stuff to look forward to. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully nothing in this trailer sort of spoils anything from Black Panther. I really don't think it did. I don't see any way they could have spoiled it, other than maybe Cap's presence there. Yeah, maybe Cap's a prisoner, and I don't know. That's a whole other rabbit hole we shouldn't go down right now. <laughs> Yeah, we'll put a pin in it, and we'll we'll come back to that later. <laughs> uh, all right, I think we're we're all pretty hyped for this. This is where we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, so if you've enjoyed the show, please stop by iTunes, leave us a five star rating and review. Be sure to share, subscribe, favorite the show wherever you find us to listen. Uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook, search Brygan and Super Friends, or go to Facebook.com/slash Brygan Super Friends. And you can send us questions, comments, topic suggestions there, or you can email us, bryguysuperfriends at gmail, or tweet us at bgsuperfriends on Twitter. Um, talking to Andy before the show, we might have an idea for next week. Uh, two weeks, I'm hoping we can get some people for top 10 most anticipated for 2018. And then at that point, I think the week after that should be time for Last Jedi Review. So... That's a tentative plan. Hopefully we can stick to that. Uh, if any changes happen, I will be probably posting on the Facebook page so you can get updates there. Otherwise, uh, keep an eye out for us next week, and we'll see what we got. So on behalf of Andy, Mike, and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.